Hello, and welcome to the Musings of a Retired Music Teacher podcast. I am your host, Granita Richardson, and I thank you for taking time out of your schedule to spend with me. You ready? Well, let's jump into it. Okay, the music that you heard in the intro was called Groovy Funky Disco by Shane Ivers, which can be found at www.silvermansound.com. And the music that you will hear at the end of this episode is called Bright Ideas by Shane Ivers, which can be found at the same website. Had to get that in, uh, you know, because of creative commons licensing kind of thing. So that's I had to do that. All right, let's, let's get into this. So the title of this article I read is Ohio Teacher Forced to Resign After Refusing to Call Students by Preferred Pronouns Lawsuit. I'm going to read a portion of the article that was written by Adam Sabes, I think that's how you pronounce his name, for Fox News, dated December 13, 2022. Quote, the lawsuit filed in federal court on behalf of former Jackson Memorial Middle School teacher Vivian Garrity by the Alliance Defending Freedom states that her school district required teachers to participate in the social transition of students in her class who have transitioned to a gender that was inconsistent with their sex. Jackson Memorial Middle School is in Massillon, Ohio. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Please forgive me if you're from Ohio and you're listening and I mispronounced the name of your city. Garrity, however, refused to participate in the policy because of her Christian religious beliefs. The lawsuit alleges that the school ejected her within two hours of Garrity telling Principal Casey Carter about her reservations to the policy. But as soon as defendants found out that Ms. Garrity had a religious basis for resisting their attempt to implement an orthodoxy, they forced her to resign. Within two hours of being notified that Ms. Garrity had reservations about their approach to the issue on August 26, without there ever being any complaint from a student or disruption of any school services, defendants ejected her from the school, the lawsuit states. When Garrity went to Carter and Director of Curriculum, Instruction and Assessment Monica Myers and informed them about her religious beliefs, they allegedly told the teacher that she would be required to put her beliefs aside as a public servant. Yeah, I had to take a little pause right there because that kind of blew my mind. So this is where I have a problem. Nowhere is it mentioned in this article that she belittled the students. It does not mention how any of the students felt about it, and we can assume that there is more than one student that has a preferred pronoun based on what was said in the article. There's nowhere in the article where it is mentioned that she tried to force her religious beliefs onto her students. It doesn't say she went into a lesson about the anatomy, biology, or even the biblical view of creation. She just refused to call them by their preferred pronouns. I get that you're trying to be inclusive with respect to the students, but if that's the case, should that not also include the faculty and staff that interact with the students? Another thing that I have a problem with is this. What is meant by ejected her? Now, when I hear the word eject, that's not voluntary. In fact, the dictionary defines it this way. Force or throw something out typically in a violent or sudden way. Now, that's the dictionary. I'm not making that up. 
So you mean to tell me that there were no prior steps to follow to address non-compliance of teachers with this policy? Your only recourse is to eject the teacher or is it a one and done consequence? Even the students get more grace than that for their first infraction. I'm a former music teacher in the public school system, and I know how the addressing of those kinds of things happen. And our third thing, I know what pronouns are. I'm a retired music teacher. As I recall, I addressed students by their names. Now, I don't know what that policy entails, but I'm quite certain that the student's name is not he, Jones, or they, Smith. So with that being said, I believe all of this could have been avoided. You don't have to stop believing in what you believe. However, we must exercise godly wisdom in cases like that from a believer's point of view. She stood up for what she believes in, in the way that she thought that she should. But guess what? She could have called them by their preferred pronouns, and it would not have caused her to change what she believes according to her faith. And let me reiterate, teachers call students by their names, not their pronouns, if they're talking directly to them. You can identify yourself as a moose, but I'm going to call you by your name. Okay, another thought I had about this is, were they unwilling to fight for her to remain? I mean, isn't there a teacher shortage? Those same students are going to suffer if their education is left to a round of uncertified substitutes until they can find another qualified certified teacher. People are making these temporary changes that could have long-lasting collateral damage. But these are just my thoughts. What are yours? You have been listening to the musings of a retired music teacher podcast. I hope you have been enlightened, impassioned, or at least intrigued. Until next time, peace.